Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Each Sold Separately. Collect them all, an action figure podcast with me, Colonel Rain's Carr, and your friend and mine, Brian Charles Rooney. This week we'll be discussing Star Wars action figures with a very special guest, Mr. Brian Wilkes, the Toy Reaver himself. He was one of the lucky few that picked up the HasLab Sail Barge, and we just opened it and we're going to tell you all about it. But first, of course, a word from our sponsor. Everyone into the good salacious crumb. <laughs> the next prisoner, Gamorrean Guard. Gladly, Jabba the Hutt. C-3PO, new Gamorrean Guard, and Jabba the Hutt place at each so separately. Excuse me, Mr. Hutt. You've captured my friend. Free him and keep me instead. That's a sorry tale, but this tale will make you sorrier. Guard, get through. You always get him in the end, Jabba. Jabba the Hutt place at another action figures each so separately from Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. New from Kenner. So, welcome, Brian. Brian Charles Rooney to each sold separately collect them all on action figure podcast episode six. How are you today? Are you having some bathroom troubles? No, that was my bad R2D2 impression. Oh, it was R2D2. Oh, I I knew it was something. I just wasn't sure what. It was perfectly horrible. Oh, Um, I see. I'm doing well. Okay. Well, Um, I'm trying to be in theme. Well, we just, uh, or by we, I mean our guest here, Brian Wilkes, another Brian. How many Brians Woo-hoo! can you fit into one freaking podcast? Um, Brian the and I just with a put name. together the HasLab Sail Barge, <sighs> and you didn't. Right. <laughs> so say hello, Brian. And the crowd Brian. goes Hello, crazy. Brian. No, oh, there's another Brian here. <laughs> the other Brian. It's actually me doing two voices because I only use the name Brian when I shop at Walmart just because I don't want to shop there. <laughs> that is the I'm, most I'm ridiculous. The to, I'm the friend that has to get dirty for him. Yeah, I exactly. don't know what that means, but okay. We don't. We weird. don't even have a Walmart in Manhattan. We're not allowed. Oh, no, it's just too low brow for us. Apparently, yes, of course. I mean, that's not the real reason. The real reason is there's some kind of. You know, one of the many thousands of real estate slash capitalist, and I don't use capitalist in a derogatory way, but it is a factor. Um, uh, battles that go on in this city because there's so so much land available. I mean, that, that's sarcastic. There's none, yes, so no, it's zero. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, no, Walmart, you may not take over several blocks of the city. Um, though that I kind of wish they could because it would be. Fun to have a place to go shop for toys. That is very true. It's not fun to shop there for <laughs> anything else, but it would no. be a great place to shop for toys. No. Cookies. Cookies are fun to shop for. Yeah, we do like have a, a brand new upscale Walmart that's pretty, oh. pretty upscale now. Now, you need to describe what an upscale Walmart is. Yeah, I don't know what that me. means because I'm still I need seeing to know what that you means. know, rednecks and tank tops and short shorts. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the new oh one? The new one that just opened up? That has like everything is just clean and crisp and shiny and that's like, nice. Just yeah. because it's new, it's and, still full of nothing but rednecks. But there's normal people that are there. <laughs> no, the, I've yet to see someone normal. Even myself, when I look in the mirror, there, I know it's not a normal person. Oh yeah, it's my not God. like Kmart. Like when I was a kid, we used to say the Kmart, and that was kind of the lower end. I don't know oh, yeah. why it was, but it, but it it. Yeah, and and I I used to love that store. I loved the way it smelled because there was usually pretzels, um, 
because uh, they used to have like a pretzel, uh, like a special cafe area where they would. Oh yeah, make I get the, my icy there. The ices and icy. and pretzels, hot pretzels were like the big thing there, and um, and I would get some new toy, and the toy I always smelled like new toys, which is a very interesting smell and and very specific, especially like if you grew up paint. in the eighties. Chinese paint. The, the, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I always say. I take a big whiff every time I open a new figure and say, "Hmm, China." Yeah, uh, every yeah. Time there, I there, smell that, one. that was uh, that was probably not so good for everybody, but it still smelled good. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. Walmart doesn't quite have the same feeling, and I don't really know why. No, I agree. We had a place down here in the south called Pick and Save. Yeah, yeah. And my father and that was sort of a low rent kmart style store and my father was obsessed with their buffet the pick and save (laughs) buffet wow and he would go there he would take us there on friday nights when you know it was his time his divorcee time right to get all you can eat shrimp from the pick and save buffet and this is so organic right like even eating at the walmart mcdonald's today is so much nicer than the old pick and save buffet. It's like it's like going to a, a shrimp buffet at a truck stop. Yeah, I was just thinking it's uh yeah, the truck stop, you know, convenience store sushi kind of uh modern that is day equivalent. Horrifying. That is horrifying. But to get us back yeah. on topic to where we really need to go. <laughs> People actually, like I the want, talk. I they like the... the real talk. I wanted to add that the pick and save was probably the only time that I threw a temper tantrum because I didn't get a certain toy. You're joking. I've known you since 1980, and I know there were far more temper tantrums when you didn't get what you wanted. (laughs) He's an only child. But that was the first time that I actually saw the car Voltron in the store, and I had to leave without it. Or or not without it, but I had to leave with it, but I left without it. Oh, that's not fair. So that's why I that's love. Why the oh, I love that Voltron. I do too. I'm so happy they're doing that remake because I had no yeah. idea until you told me about it, the Toy Fair, and I looked up the photos, and I'm so no, happy I mean, they're doing that remake. It's going to be expensive, but it's not going to be any more expensive than the old one costs, and it'll probably be made better. But the the new maybe. The, the new reissue is only two ninety nine. Is that the one that was just debuted at Toy Fair? No, the um the Lion one the. The, oh right, right. That one, I, at least I, on Big Bad Toy, uh, they're all offering the reissue for only two ninety nine, which is fairly reasonable. Yeah, considering only what it goes for. Only two ninety nine. Yeah, I know. Guy who bought a five hundred dollars <laughs> sale barge. True. <laughs> and an impending six hundred dollars Snake Mountain, which uh, yes. I'm going to have to sell my child to get. Well, oh well. Although I'll probably he's get a lot more than six hundred dollars. He's having tantrums, so you know what. <laughs> One night of bad, he's gone. He's out the door. <laughs> We're getting a snake mountain, and you're getting out. Um, <laughs> That's right. Get yeah. out of here. It's gonna Speaking be six hundred dollars. Yeah, and I, I'm oh. hoping that includes shipping. I assume it doesn't, which is horrendous. Uh, but, um, yeah, that yeah. But it's gigantic. I mean, you could put a medium-sized dog inside of it. Um, <laughs> the the most recent sample that I saw was at PowerCon. It was I, I'd seen pictures and I just expected it to be large and larger than the Masters Classics Grayskull, but this was significantly larger than I thought it would be. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, I mean it's it's ridiculous. Uh, you, you <laughs> I, I need a I need a new room for it or something because it's I'm excited about it, but it's going to be very expensive. Well, you um, want to know what's really large? I'll tell you something yeah. that's really large if oh. you guys are interested. <laughs> <laughs> The Haslab sail barge is pretty damn large. What? Now, the box is very imposing. It's huge. It was at least five feet tall and really wide. I mean, it was as wide as me. And uh, Brian brought it over in his <laughs> giant truck somehow for us to open it here at the toy room. And uh, But what was interesting is the sail barge itself is a little smaller than I thought it was. Everyone was kind of freaking out and all the pic- early pictures being posted. But, I mean, it's it's barely... You know, it's half the size length of the aircraft carrier and not even half the size of its width. So it's actually oh. pretty skinny. It's maybe 10 inches wide, Brian, would you think? Maybe. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't really? even think it's a third the width of the aircraft carrier. Yeah, it's it's at le- it's maybe 10 to 12 inches wide at its widest point in its width. Now, is that how it looked when it was on display at Comic-Con? It was on display at Comic-Con, wasn't it? Well, I wasn't there, so I don't know. No. But is this like a shrinkage thing? Because I remember when the Masters Classics Grayskull was first introduced, they showed I was the, in the cardboard pool. setup, and it was right. much bigger. And then we got the, the real sample, and everything had been reduced. And some things had been reduced in such a way that they didn't actually match the, in scale. So like the, the, the trapdoor, <laughs> instead of falling into the dungeon... Just fell in front of the the entrance, and it was the the chair. <laughs> the chair was still the right size for a figure, but it filled up half the room as opposed to one. You know, the the corner it was supposed to be in. So, is this potentially like we had to shrink this because it was just too big and we couldn't ship it at this size, et cetera, et cetera? What do you what do you I, think about I, that? I don't think they did because uh, I kind of watched all the little episodes that they would send out through your emails and updates when they were actually putting the pieces together, painting them. Um, right. They pretty much went step by step through the whole process. And it, I never saw anything where it looked like they shrunk it. And if they did, they did that behind the scenes. Right. But we did, as true nerds would, we popped in Return of the Jedi. Of course. <laughs> to of course. check out the scale. Because, uh, I mean, there's only so many pictures you can look at, and you actually look at the film. And we only have the special edition. I only have the special editions, unfortunately. But the uh, we did check out the scale, and it looks like putting a figure up next to the little windows that open up. Yeah. It's maybe at about two-thirds two scale. Yeah, two-thirds the size of what was on the film. Because uh, you remember the one part where Luke jumps on... And he yanks the guy out the window, whatever you call it. Uh, yeah. There's no way a figure is getting out that window. It's way oh. too small. Yeah, it's okay. about the windows are about half the size of figure, and in the film, it's about the width of a person. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, maybe a half to two thirds scale of the original. Also, the sails are pretty low, so you really have to kind of peek under there to set your figures up in there oh um i mean they're made to look like the sail barge look and it does look that way but because it is half or two right. scale it's kind of like you have to peek underneath the things to look at your figures you set up in there well that's just like... a disaster well it, I, I'm kidding, I think I'm kidding. <laughs> well I'm nobody's kidding. gonna make anything that's seven feet long again like the aircraft well, carrier. i know I, keep referring I know to that uh because that's what i remember you know, that's comparable to this thing in size. 
Um, right. Right. It, um, you know, I think if they had to do it in the correct scale, it would be pushing another, you know, foot or two up, you know, getting close to the size of that carrier. Um, and that was kind the of cost, why we popped yeah. in. Oh, gosh, yeah. The cost would be astronomical. But let me tell you, the detailing and particularly the paint washes that are on everything is really oh, nice. spectacular. Um, it's a really beautiful piece. Um, there's some hard stuff to do because it's sort of made in the scale for kids like any of the toys should be because these toys are for kids, right? BCR Duke, aren't what? they supposed to be for kids? Oh, I, well, side note, I gave my my son has been asking to watch different nerd cartoons that he wasn't as interested in before, and I feel like he's completely on the road to one of us. One of us, because well, then... it's getting, you know, he, he sees my stuff and he's like, do you want to play? Do you want to play? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> but you can't touch anything. Well, it <laughs> sounds like you're going to win parent of the year, because this is the best thing I've ever heard. This is exactly what your son should be, is a right. nerd collector. So I'm yeah, very proud I mean... of you. And I think he's ready when on his fourth birthday coming up soon. <laughs> it's time for him to get a very happy home in that house. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Boys don't play with girls' toys. That's right. You got to keep up what not. your mother did, right? Do not right, touch right. those toys. You brush that hair on that or, doll, no, and I'll it's over. I'll buy it for him and then take it away and put it in the closet for a year. That's what I'll do. Yikes. Boy, that's your whole <laughs> life wrapped up into one sentence that you just said. No, 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 no closet for me. No thanks. No thanks. Unless they're full of toys. Well, you, you've got to at least put, pop the cartoons in, too, because my, my son has at least told me, Dad, I actually watched all the good cartoons. All the new cartoons uh, suck, basically. They, yeah, no, I, that's I've noticed that with him. Like, he watches... We we just started watching the old Ghostbusters cartoon. We've watched Brave Star. We've watched He Man and Shira. Um, he's far more interested in those than any number of the newer things. Like the newer things just don't keep his attention as long. He will sit there and watch the whole episode now of these older things, and and comment on them. Whereas the other ones, he'll start to watch it and then, other than Thomas the Train, which is really kind of well done and it has like a lot of really cool um right. relationships among the characters yeah, and all yeah. that it, 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 but other than that it's kind of just very fast very um very focused on people with no attention span so it's it's yeah. it's not it's really not for him he's really interested in things that have a little more complexity well, so it's uh, which i'm delighted by yeah but, it, but yeah but it's i wish that there were more uh there were more shows being made like that but i i guess that requires more time spent which is more money spent uh, well, I guess. And, and i think it's just actually good writing uh, i mean well yeah uh, yeah uh, and plus didn't didn't all the shows back then have to have a a point like they had to yeah. give you some type of moral right <laughs> you know don't, don't do yeah, this think, kids <laughs> this is a bad thing definitely to do a trend yeah and i think that's a good thing and he with he-man he, and she-ra he actually sits there and listens to those every right. time right i mean you know that, that we've been watching them he he um and then he'll have some kind of comment that's usually funny or or he's misunderstood <laughs> something because he's not quite four yet so it's it's 
But he's he's I mean whatever who am I to judge? He's hey. been watching Pee Wee's Pee Wee's Big Adventure and laughing at all the you because know subversive jokes. Because it's amazing and he's yeah, a smart I'm like, kid. You're you're smart, so that's that's nice. Hey, where do I, where did I learn all of my morality to be an adult? Let me tell you, it was on GI <laughs> yeah, Joe from, and yes. He Man, He Man, and all of those shows that were required to have a point because they were selling us toys. So that was part yeah. of the sort of the deregulation. And right. and that's okay. I that's where I learned everything. I mean, barbecue and clutch and you know, snake eyes. Well, he never talked in those, but shipwreck. He uh, they taught me a lot of stuff, and and I still there. Of course, they're campy now, but I mean, I really took to that stuff as a kid, and it was really important to me to sort of like learn those re- lessons. I've always been. Um, I always, I always want to do the right thing. I'm, I'm that kind of person. I want to do yeah, the right thing. Same, but um, you know, I care just, about I people. Those, you know, especially exactly. if they're in trouble and or whatever. Those things I... taught me diversity, and they taught me how to care about people. I mean, yeah. Brian is the the one I'm here with. The other Brian, we got to distinguish between these two. Holy cow! I'm the mystery Brian. <laughs> so mystery Brian and I would rush home after school because we've known each other since kindergarten. That's um, awesome. And we would do, I love that. you know, we went twelve years, thirteen years of school together until college. Right. And um, I mean, he officiated so our awesome. wedding and I was at his wedding and I've known all of his wives and his son is my, <laughs> oh, I've known all of his, his many wives, wives and his, um, and his They're son. They're all still his wives too. <laughs> and his son is my godson. But it's like, um, oh. you know, we used to rush home after school and watch, you know, G.I. Joe and Transformers and tape mm-hmm. them and, and, and rewatch them over and over. And we had those tapes for years and years and years tape and years them. and years. Yes, yeah, there you go. The there you go with your with your rich things. With your rich, privileged VCR owning background. You bet. But the great thing, <laughs> but the great thing about having that is you had the all those awesome commercials that were there. Yes. <laughs> no, I have. I have. Uh, when we eventually did get one, I have uh, tapes of uh, those cartoons when they were in syndication later, like when they were on right. repeats on different cable channels. So it's yeah. the car- The commercials are. Are oh, you know awesome, but then you get the the public access weird kind of even more <laughs> right. regionally specific commercials like yes. come to the come to the crab fest at, at you know at, at, <laughs> at Cape Canaveral or at, at, at uh, whatever Cape May, and it's like what what oh right. Yeah, I remember a lot of the ones on ours is like WGN stuff where it's like, come by Whaley the Whale, the ice cream cake at Carvel oh, Ice Cream. Totally. Fudgy the Whale. Fudgy the Whale, Fudgy that's it. The whale. Boy, my friend Tim Sheridan, oh. who listens to this podcast, uh, is going to be really mad at me because he loves that whale. Cookie Puss. <laughs> Cookie Puss had like 17 different ver- variations and they were all different friends or relatives or whatever. And then Fudgy the Whale, there was another Fudgy. And then they turned Fudgy sideways and made it like Santa or something for a Christmas. So like the tail became the the hat part of Santa, the, the, the end of Santa's hilarious. hat. It was, it was terrible. But the, yeah, those commercials were <laughs> We did were not have those amazing. down here. That's a northern thing and a Midwest thing. Yeah. So we didn't have Carvel. We just saw the commercials on WGN. Yeah. So we yeah. never actually saw the Carvel ice <laughs> cream ever, except on the commercial. But I was always jealous. I always they wanted good, Whaley actually. the Whale. I mean, Fudgy, Fudgy the, <laughs> Fudgy the, what, I don't even want to get a joke on that one. But um, Fudgy, the, <laughs> Fudgy whale. the Whale. Oh, the best part was that a lot of those commercials in the early, in the New York area, like when I was really little, the guy talked like this. Oh, come to yes. Come to Carvel. For Fudgy the Whale. It was so gross. Oh. Like, was it Harvey Firestein? Throat, throat. Not quite that. This was more this. Oh, not, okay. Not Harvey. Okay. No, that was, that's different. 
Have you ever worked with Arnold Harvey Firestein? I have performed in, let's see, did a gala performance and we were uh, there in, in the same performance slate, uh, but not, no, not a, we're Facebook friends. Aww. <laughs> He's very nice. I'm sure, um, but yeah. No, that was the only thing. That's like in 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 the business. There's you, you meet people often that way, where there's some big thing like Broadway Backwards or Broadway Bears or um, any number of concert things that happen, and you you're thrown together with a group of people from different different parts of the business. And yeah, that that's kind of how I met him the first time. That's I awesome. think there might have been another one of those benefit things too. He just um, goes to yeah. so many galas and benefits. I mean, how yes. can he remember? No, I perform oh, wow. at them. I don't. I hate going to things like that because it means I have to dress up for no reason. And having gone to Catholic school, I've had my share of ties. Oh, um, hey, we went to Catholic high school, so we understand. We understand. Yeah. We do I mean, understand. I, but, I do um, not want to dress up unless I have to, or if someone's giving me a check. <laughs> or, if it's, or if it's a good cause, then well, certainly sure. those things. Well, what questions do you have? Since you weren't here to open no. the uh, sail barge, we can tell you more about it, but I'm more curious about what your questions may be, just seeing photos of it online this past My, weekend. What questions right. do you have for two people that actually have touched it and opened it? <laughs> How did it smell? <laughs> I mean, that's a joke it question. It didn't but... smell like French people on a train, I can tell you that much. Right. Did it, did it smell bad? Did it smell like urine? Because that's been the... That's been the um, the going smell for a lot of newer things. I I have found uh, larger items. Well, I'm sure they're peeing in the plastic molds. I mean, come on, or in the plastic. I, mean, I would if um, I worked at the factory. We've been having fun do that. <laughs> um, my fr- I guess my first question is what? How complicated was it to put it together? Was it easy or was it actually? Fun. It was, or, or, no, was it easy or was it fun? Well, no, was, that's interesting. It, it was, was it easy fun. and fun, or was it annoying? <laughs> no, no. It, it. What really amazed me is the the number of people that are saying it was so difficult to put together. Right. And it wasn't. And it, what it did is it actually harkened back to all the old GI Joe figures, or not figures, but the vehicles, because right. you pretty much had to put them together, like they were halfway built in those boxes. Yeah. And that was the fun about. Um, you know, getting yes. that thing, putting it together. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, granted, I was so meticulous with the stickers on mine. Um, but Same. this thing, um, th- it was all paint. I mean, there was, I don't know if there was stickers. No sticker sheet. Hooray. Yeah. Oh, that's always nice, no, too. No, like, huge sticker sheet from Metroplex and all, all that right. stuff. Um, but, no, it was, um, it, it was really fun to do. And... You take you take your time with something, you know, this big and expensive, where it amazes me that some of these people that I saw their reviews are like, oh, you got to watch out because if you do this, you'll put it on backwards. And it's like, well, OK, you've got pictures, you have instructions. <laughs> How do you not follow that? Have you I seen mean, I'm pretty the dyslexic and I still, out yeah, I for mean, a I, very long time. Like, where, I, I always make sure I lay things years. out. Like, what is your problem? Well, they don't. People are impatient. Well, Again, attention span. Well, but how I, do you, how do you put the sales on backwards? I've seen reviews where they put the sales on backwards. <laughs> I how? could see people doing that <laughs> if they're not paying attention, if they're not laying it out ahead of time, and with something complicated and you know, uh, that I mean, that's what I, I would do. I, I have to do that because if I don't, I tend to do things backwards that way, <laughs> um, honestly. And and it, 
but I, I'll lay it out on purpose just to make sure it's not wrong, especially if I know I'm not going to be taking it apart or it's going to break if I take it apart because right. that, you know, oh, that's yeah. an issue. Yep, yep. Um, my, my, I guess my other question would be my favorite thing about playsets is like what, what kind of rooms for sleeping, storage, hiding away, jailing somebody, um, that type of stuff go is available on this on this barge i've seen pictures and it looks like there's a lot of playability in that way but is there is is it really kind of the entire thing kind of hollow or is it just the front Um, no it's it's pretty much hollow Uh, i mean you've got the front the the cockpit if you want to say um you've got enough room to put two uh figures in there and there's a doorway that leads out from that to the the jail cell uh area And then there's a sliding door on that to where you can actually look inside. Uh, I think there's like a dead, you know, hammerhead guy that's in there. Yeah, it's his his skeleton. Um, Oh, that's cool. And there's kind of like a room just outside of that. And then once you pass that... It's, the room, it's a kitchen. It's a little kitchen where they make Jabba's food. That's what I'm getting to. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, see, I love it's, And I was actually like going to say a, ga- a galley since it's right. a ship. So. Right. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> um, Reigns doesn't understand words no, like that. No. <laughs> but um, just, just. It's true. My master's degree is from Alabama. So what are you going to do? And everyone from Alabama just threw their phone across the room. Yeah. <laughs> just lost those viewers. <laughs> God, you know, they just had a rough time with a hurricane. Now you're insulting them. It's not a hurricane, it's a tornado jerk. God. That's true. Whatever. Why don't you go feed your wumpa? <laughs> a windy storm. A windy storm with some water. and Oh. Uh... And speaking of him doing wampas, I've got to at least throw in the, the Transformer name that y'all were trying to figure yes, out. Yes, please, yes. episode is Twin Twist. Twin Twist, yes! And his, and his brother was Topspin. Topspin. He said when he yeah, I've, to the episode, I've seen... he was yelling in his car. I was, I was, I was yelling at y'all. How, like, how do you not know the, the one with the, the drills? It's Twin no, Twist. <laughs> because I was so, so completely not even... I don't even think casual is fair. Um... <laughs> bystander collector of that line right <laughs> um but that i liked those two they were fun um well, it, it was they were <laughs> because it was a, a one-step transformation they right were quick and <laughs> quick and easy <laughs> yes just the um, way brian charles rooney likes it quick, quick and, and easy, easy. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes i like to have to lay it all out there and make it really complicated um <laughs> But <laughs> this is well, what happens when you record in the evening. Yeah. Oh, when Lordy, we record in the morning, we're like, right what now? time is it? What is my name? <laughs> and it's very G-rated. Well, um, we're actually only halfway through the barge, too, because past oh. the galley is the weapons room, um, the armory, if you want to call it. Right. And uh, just before you get, or just as you get past that, <laughs> is actually where Jabba sits. Um, and that's where I've really... Yeah, I've seen pictures of that. Yeah, that, it opens um, up quite a bit. Um, and I'd say you probably can put a good, gosh, eight to ten figures in there oh, all around them. That. I think you could put yeah. 20 in there if you wanted to. I mean, you could cram a bunch in there. Because in the, <laughs> in the film we were watching, Max Rebo's in there, but not the rest of the band. 
and we were trying to check out it's at least 15 20 people in that room with him yeah, and yeah. you could i think you can get that many in there what's cool i liked about it is i thought the J- jabba's little like you know blanket or beanbag or whatever the hell he sits on was <laughs> stationary and wouldn't yes it wouldn't move <laughs> and it actually moves around oh. because in, in the scene in the movie he does move from the window he sort of moves That's around that's true and, yeah and the jabba has a little bit of articulation too which is nice Oh, it comes with a Jabba. Yep, yep. It, oh, it's, that's it's nice. The, um, uh, if anybody remembers the big black series Rancor, um, yes, Toys yeah. R Us, uh, uh, Toys R Us exclusive that came out. It's that Jabba, but with if you can do a photo reel <laughs> on Jabba, <laughs> right? It's, it's got the better better paint on it. That's um, cool. And uh, the. Um, the, the thing that Reigns was talking about, it actually even comes with, we were wondering what it was, but it's it's his speaker that he holds and starts, you know, talking to Luke and all them and tell them to, you know, throw them in and stuff. It's, and C-3PO talks through it to Luke and, and Han. Right. It was like just a little cord thing, and we're like, what is this? And then, obviously, since we had the movie on, it was, Reigns was like, oh, that's the speaker. That's cool. And what's cool is oh. up on the post where that hold up the wind sails are the speakers themselves are up there. Oh. So there's, like, really nice little details like that in the inside the sculpting. Yeah. See, yeah. that it's just really makes beautiful. you know that somebody actually who, you know, who actually enjoys the property made this as opposed oh, yeah. to just somebody ordered to make it. Well, the the crazy thing that we didn't we, we kind of stumbled upon it was uh, when the movie was on. Uh, Reigns was like, "Hey, does where does C three PO and R two fall off? You know, where, when right. you know R two pushes C three PO off? Well, there's a, a a railing that you literally just slide out, and it's the little spot where they fall off. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So even yeah, like a little, oh, little details cool detail are nice. like that. The other cool detail. Was you know in the in the film they're looking at the two skiffs that are outside where they're gonna throw right. everybody into the Sarlacc pit, and everyone has those little windows that push open. Now the window there are the same amount of windows on there, and what's cool is is uh, most of them open. Yes, it was how many window articulations do you think there were? Well, on just one side on the back because we I told Reigns pause this pause it I want to see if these match up, and there was at least. Um, 15 windows on one side back that's just the back of it though that's on that's one side like maybe a third of it on one side and i'd say about 10 of those windows open up wow on each side of the barge yeah. they open up and then that, and then that that was just the back you still have the ones in the middle the ones in the front and then on the opposite side that doesn't open up uh all those windows open as well <laughs> so wow. you can literally open up the whole thing and um, you know, ha- have have people looking outside. So then, how? Let I mean, we we're talking about how it's smaller than you guys expected, but the box is five, roughly five feet, which I believe because I saw a friend's pictures and they, his daughter's sitting on the floor next to it. Yeah. it looks like a human being, isn't it? But um, it, so how long is the kind of playable du- deck of the of the ship? Let's say it's actually really small. Um, at least to, for me, it it is. I mean, um. So the things like the windows are just yeah, what, what, kind of... Um, what do you think you could I wouldn't use say it, crammed, but... What do you think you could they're... use as a comparison? I mean... Uh, are you talking about like the deck on top? Yeah, yes. 
The deck on top's pretty yeah. long. I mean, it's as long as the sail barge. You can put, you know, you probably have 50 figures on the dang thing. It's just, right. like I said, the sails are so low that you'd have to peek your head underneath to see them. So, mm. you know, it looks kind of cooler without figures up there. But the right. good news is, and something that I was very concerned about, was that the gun would turn all the way around and rotate down so that, like, Princess Leia could blow the whole thing up. Right. So that was a cool thing. I mean... And at first, he at first he didn't think it would rotate down because um, he was like, oh, this is weird. It doesn't rotate. And then all of a sudden, you hear this snap. <laughs> but it wasn't... <laughs> it was just the paint, you know, breaking loose. <laughs> right. And he's like, okay, oh, so it, it works. That's yeah, the, nice and the frightening. Sc- the scary toy snap <laughs> that we all, us toy collectors, know. Because, I mean, yes. each of us, any big piece that we have, there's a hinge that's broken or there's something that's broken. Oh, of course. Or, well, yeah. some tiny little piece is broken. Something's missing. Exactly. Um, I mean, yeah. just one little teeny little piece of junk piece is missing, and it's just really, really annoying. Yeah. Though nowadays it's it's less po- or it's less difficult to replace those because sometimes people sell pieces, or you have a factory pieces. making them That's true. on the side, or someone can shape make them through Shapeways. That's um, which true. is better than nothing, I suppose. So I have a question for both of you. I've got two mm-hmm. Brian's here, so I figured so I'd I, ask them a couple. Of, I'd ask them a couple of questions. <coughs> and um, the first question I have for you, BCR Duke, is: mm-hmm. I know that you got some Star Wars toys when you were little, and you're you're four yes. years younger than us because we're 26, which makes you what 22. So you saw the I'm reissue so special editions when you were God. little. Right. I'm gonna die. <laughs> literally, I think I mentioned this on like our first episode. I worked with someone recently who was literally, and I'm not like not even just kidding. He was freaking out that he was turning 26. I was like, "You're an idiot!" <laughs> like, just shut up. Anyway, um, so uh, your question? Again? No, but I was just gonna say, Brian and I are the same age. In fact, we're th- we're three days apart, born in the same hospital. As creepy as that is. I'm wow. the older one by three days, but he, uh, so I'm the oldest one on this podcast. <laughs> but I know you had some Star Wars toys when you were little, and you sort of were probably getting the Return of the Jedi Power of the Force type stuff. So what were the, what was your first introduction to Kenner's uh, Star Wars action figure line, just to remind us all? I actually think it may have been Empire Toys, um, or a combination of the two. I know... That I got Dagobah, Bespin Luke, Hoth Leia, Yoda, Jabba and his throne, um, and maybe, and the Wampa, all for a Christmas. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it was, uh, and then I, I know I also had Darth Vader and Obi-Wan and... Um, uh, Hoth Luke and uh, Bespin Han. I'm trying to think of and uh, C3PO that you could take apart and with the battle. Oh, so wow. you did. You did have a bunch of Empire and R2 and R2D2. Um, I thought you would have been too young for those. I had the Gamorrean Guard. I had. I but I but I mean I I'm assuming they were all out, or maybe some of those were re-released when Jedi. Ha- I don't oh, know. They they, does... they re-released those figures over and over. Mm-hmm. It's just like they do now. They re-release that stuff over and over right. and over again. That's why they're so plentiful nowadays. I mean, they re-release those millions of times. I'm trying to think of what else I had. Um, 
it definitely did not have like the Death Star or the Millennium Falcon. It didn't have an X-wing. Uh, I don't think I had. No, I might. I had friends who had an older brother named Eric, and he was a lot older than us, and he had everything. Like he he had Millennium Falcon, yeah. and he would not let us touch it. It was like the most annoying, stupid thing in the world. <laughs> um, but he had like an extra sand, uh, the sand glider, the. Um, it's called a lance beater. <laughs> lance beater, whatever. Um, and I wasn't, and it was like all banged up. It was not. It was one 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 that he'd had, I guess, for a while. Um, so I did get the Star Wars black version of that because that was kind of a nice, like, oh, oh I have my own now. A nice um, screw you to that kid that wouldn't let you play with yeah, his other basically. toys. Now, I mean, there's no Millennium Falcon in Star Wars Black, which is stupid. Um, that I would I would spring for. Um, how, how much would you spring for? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. That could be the next Haslab. You never know. Yeah, I mean, it could be probably pieces going of the Death to be. Star. It could be who knows what. Yeah, I mean, tell me that. Give me pieces of the Death Star, like two to five hundred dollars, and then piece it together like a uh, bookshelf. <laughs> how would that go? <laughs> yeah, that's that would be huge. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> not with my six hundred dollar Snake Mountain. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I'm feeling um, insignificant now. <laughs> Six hundred dollar mountain of plastic. Um, yeah. I, oh, I didn't have the Ewok Village, but I had the Ewok Family Hut, the kids' version. Um, that was one of my favorite toys, uh, which we talked about a little bit last time. Yeah, I always loved re- that line, but it was like for it was for kids younger than us, so like our parents right. wouldn't buy us that stuff. Really? Because it was for the really little kids, <laughs> and so we fun. were getting everything else. And Brian and I were both very spoiled, so we had plenty, plenty of Star Wars. So when did you stop uh, getting Star Wars? Is it just after Power of the Force, and it just kind of when the line faded yeah, away for ten years? I guess so. I mean, well, no, probably more because of He Man, um, kind of the break into He Man, and that the Christmas that I got everything from the first. Up to like Ram Man, that was the first Christmas, and uh, it was a major change of life. <laughs> and hey, I, I totally see you understand. rolling your eyes. Do not roll your eyes about well, my He Man story. Well, j- I mean, hey, if I'd have seen a loincloth like that when I was young, I can't disagree with you How that it's very you. exciting. Um, um, no, yeah, I mean, that was like I said. If my parents hadn't gotten divorced, I probably wouldn't have had all of the things we had. I probably would have just had Star Wars, right? But because my parents got divorced, I ended up with everything yeah, for lucky. some reason. <laughs> I wish my parents had been divorced; they were not a good couple. <laughs> Although I probably wouldn't have ended up with more toys for me. Um, but uh, yeah, that, I gave that, up that, on so it when GI Joe came out. I mean, that was like my big jump. Right. Was when GI Joe came out. It was just to me that was a game changer, and I, I think there was at some point where uh, Reigns and I would, um, <laughs> like, he was still had some Star Wars things that I didn't have. <laughs> I was just like, here, right. I got, I got this GI Joe Jeep. You want that? <laughs> and we trade. Right. And then like a year later, I was just like, hey, I want it back. <laughs> like, <laughs> what can I give you? <laughs> that was kind of like my. I call him my cousin. He wasn't. He was just my my father's best friend and his wife had a son named James and we would we would play all the time he was a little younger but we it, it, you know one would have something and the other wouldn't and so there was a lot of that there would be trading mm-hmm. unofficial trading <laughs> um, 
there, you know, the, uh, the, if I had something and he he didn't have it, I you know either give it to him or lend it to him, and he, or he he um, he was allowed to have Shira, and my he would go to we would go to the store and he would be like. His mother would say, "Like, what do you what do you want?" And so he would be like, "Which one?" And I would pick which one. <laughs> I would get to play with it when I was at his house. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, that was fun. Great. I remember when uh, Pika Blue, the peacock lady, came out from that line. She had this fan tail that you would press this button, and it was like addictive. Um, and he, I wanted that one so badly, and so he was like, "Let's go, you know, That's awesome. <laughs> get this." And she was there. He's like, "I want this." So yeah, that was that kind of. That's, that kind of friendship or relationship is the best because it's what really makes a lot of the memories better and, and more, yes, you know, more substantial. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. I mean, Brian and I spent so much time together as kids that, I mean, I feel like his toy collection was my toy collection. Right. And, I would, and he, was the, he was the nerdy little kid, I'm sure like you, that was super OCD. He would keep everything in a little baggie and all the weapons and a little tote. And he would have every little tiny thing. Perfectly I don't know preserved. what you're talking and he did. about. He kept all of his stuff perfectly preserved until he purged his vintage stuff uh, in the like, <gasps> 2000s, I guess. Oh, gosh. All of it? Yeah, oh, yeah. You got rid of all of it? Yeah, oh, oh. I got rid of all of that. All my G.I. Joes, which is ridiculous. Oh, oh no. Um, now, granted, of course, one thing is still right next to me that rain says is his now because it's 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 been living with him for a while now so the truth comes out uh it's been in Mr. my toy room for 15 Bragger. years it belongs to me constantly talking about this giant toy that no one else has and it's not even yours right exactly hey it's been a my he visits it but it lives with me okay we are common law married that aircraft i was just gonna say I. it's like having a kid and let me it's tell so you funny. it's mine now it's got my gi joe's on it not his <laughs> But he was here in the toy room earlier counting my G.I. Joes and laughing because he's like, I have more troop builders than you have G.I. Joes. <laughs> no, no lie. I went through oh it my the God. other day. I have uh, – now, th this is obviously not the old ones, but the new ones uh, from the 25th up. Right. Um, <laughs> I have 815 total. Um <laughs> Uh, Just for the new if ones. If I can remember the, uh, I can I'll probably pull out the text. Sixty of them are Cobra Troopers. I've got wow. about fifty different bats, like the originals, yeah. the jungle ones, the Arctic. Um, uh, twenty something oh, shot I love troopers, twenty something alley vipers. Of uh, you know. Another fifteen or so Cobra officers. Uh, wow. Um, it was. Uh, I, I it was something I didn't have because like back then yeah I only had like one Cobra Trooper of course yet, yeah the cartoon they're all over the place right and so You're it's supposed like, to okay. army build but I don't think most people really I don't think they ever did that or they even really no I didn't I understood the concept I, I don't kid? even think it was back then uh, because no, you wanted to yeah. get every figure um, uh, I mean I remember I know that's not uh, uh, KB Toys down here had like wave two and we got there and I guess my only child <laughs> syndrome, whatever you want to call it. Um, I told my mom, I'm like, mom, these are brand new and they have every single one of them. We need to get all them all. And she bought me all of wave two that day. Oh my God. 
Now he's being polite here. His mother, uh, rest her soul, she's passed away, but she's an amazing, amazing lady. She would follow. She would call the stores. She would get uh, up at six yeah. in the morning to follow the trucks in. Yeah. I mean, she. You wonder where Brian got, or we, you know, got all this mentality from. And I know you. You know, your mother was really great about searching for toys. Yeah. And, and she would, um, his she mother was the this. exact same way. Yeah, that that's a definite collector mind, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, even like some of the, um, you know, going back, getting back to Star Wars, like even some of the hard to find things. Right. You know, she would tra- like track it down, uh, and I remember, like to me, the hardest figure for me to ever find was Jedi Luke, and I remember myself going through the phone book. If anybody knows what a phone book is. <laughs> What's a um, phone book? Calling all the stores. Do you have Jedi Luke? Do you have Jedi Luke? <clears throat> well, I don't know. I'm like, well, you can you go look on the shelf and, and right. find out. And, well, but that's back when they would actually go look. Right. Well, or, or, or you would think they were looking. <laughs> yeah, I feel like back then, because I remember we would call and people would actually hold it. Like they would find oh, it and hold it for us yes. or whatever. Yep, yep. Nowadays, people just don't, like you call and they're like, no. Or yes, and then you, they don't have it at and all. It's they gone. never do. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that those good memories of hunting. Oh, That's yeah. when toy hunting was fun. It was so much <laughs> fun, and I mean, I had a big. My brother was five years older, so we had, like I've said before, the Death Star, and we had the right. Millennium Falcon and the X-wing. We had everything, and our parents spoiled us, and I had a pretty big collection. Um, all the way up to Powers of the Forest, which I the first time I ever went to Toys R Us was in Tampa, Florida, when we were down there for Bush Gardens, which is four and a half hours away from where I grew mm-hmm. up. And that's where I got my Power of the Forest. I got that Luke Stormtrooper and Han and Carbonite, and I still remember getting them. And I love those figures. I mean, those were the last two of my original vintage ones that I sold because I loved them so much. As a kid, and those are the last when I purged everything, like I've talked about before. Yeah. Those are the last two that I sold, and it was really difficult for me to sell them. Yeah. Um, now, here's a question I have for you: Is um, when the line was revived in '95? What you were in? Were you in college yet, or were you still in high school in '95? Or I mean, no. get, you were in kindergarten then, of course. <laughs> no, I wasn't even in school yet. Um, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> well, did you ever take a no look i was at the... not in college 95 um, oh sorry whoops um were that, you um that was us <laughs> that was us sorry um but did you uh were you into the power of the force reissues in 95 no no i was that was my comic uh like batman as we've talked about like batman uh right i, I was full-on into comics then comic comics comic cards and then comic related toys um toy biz all that early toy biz stuff um so no star wars at all um, wow so when did you fact, when did you it would annoy up me star when wars. i went into stores and when i saw toy, star wars stuff i was like i don't care about any of this wow really um, okay yeah well what did, when did you get into it again um honestly uh because of star wars black mm. and the wow, six inch. really after yeah. all that time uh-huh i mean i would i watch you know we rewatch the movie all the, the different sure movies sure all the but time. i mean the toys no i mean i i not even not even just... like the when they brought the vintage collection and had the better articulated better sculpts and stuff that that didn't even like pique your interest. i wasn't i wasn't aware of it mm. um i think probably because well when did that happen that was like the middle 2000s, some six, seven, maybe. Yeah, yes. no, I was in the city. 
starting work, not collecting anything. Um, it wasn't an, well, no, 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 that's not true. I was in the city and I was collecting 2000 X He-Man and going back on eBay and getting all the things I lost from my childhood. Of course. Yeah. Like, yep. you know, cause a lot of those things were lost in a traumatic way. So it was, oh, God. um, like we lost our house and, and, uh, Yikes. and, uh, yeah, like my father, my father left and we, our house was foreclosed and we got most of everything out, but some things were left behind. And, and so, uh, or things just mysteriously disappeared. Um, so a lot of things that I had very vivid memories of, uh, that I loved, I was able to kind of recapture because right. of eBay, yeah, but yeah. no, um, no, it was all He-Man all day, uh, and, Je- and Justice League, um, Justice League Unlimited. Um, oh gosh, but no, when, those, when, yeah. the, when the six-inch line came out, I thought, oh, this is this speaks to me for some reason more than the three and three quarter does. What do you and, What do you think that was? I mean, because that that's that's like all I do now is the six-inch. I don't know. I, I guess you know what you know what it probably is. Partly is when we were kids the feeling of a three and three quarter figure in our hand felt one way. And now it do- feels completely different. I wonder about this. Well, and like, do you think it's like, like because the six inch is like the same size for us, like the three and three quarters was when kind, we were kids? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it may be a little bigger, but yeah, like I'm holding this on this Hoth Leia and it's how she felt in my hand when I was a kid. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. she's a smaller, one of the smaller figures in the line, but yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of the same scale difference, I guess, which is something that just occurred to me right now while we're talking. Me too. I never um, even thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's it's this this more detailed version, and I thought when it came out, I thought, oh, I'm gonna do this because this will be fun, and I, and it, and 2000 X He Man had died, and and like. He classics was was going, but it it was in a subscription, so it was just much more manageable, right. as opposed to like here buy all these figures right now for five hundred dollars, or you're not getting <laughs> right. anything. Um, so I thought, yeah, this will be fun. Four figures a wave or whatever. I'll I'll cherry pick, and I um I thought I'll just get what I had as a kid, which was <laughs> not, <laughs> not a not how it turned out. Um, <laughs> But I've loved, I really have enjoyed them, and it's made me, you know, want to learn more about all of the, uh, you know, the, the things that aren't included in the movie, like all of the novels and the, oh yeah, the fan, even fan fiction. Like there's some really good fan fiction. Um, oh yeah, Brian read all of the books. Both Brian's apparently have read all the, f- the fiction and all that stuff. All the Star Wars fiction. We I read a couple of them, Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, yeah. And a few of the other ones that I really enjoyed. I love a lot of that stuff, like just the intrigue of those things, especially because it's about a family. Like I that that to me has just always been really interesting. So it was not it was kind of not hard for me to fall into the line again and the brand again because of the six inch line. And then obviously the new movies coming out was also part of the excitement for me, um, re, kind of a rekindle as I kind of. So how many black figures do you bit. have right now sitting in a bin somewhere? Oh gosh, sixty. Um, <laughs> oh, so you got a whole bunch. You got a bunch. Yeah, okay, yeah. You got a bunch. Um, yeah, probably about sixty. I mean, you you realize from um, since Force Awakens, just with that, right? They, they, they're already like eighty something of them, <laughs> right? I mean, that that that's the thing. Like, I I have cherry picked. 
I have most of the force. I have like all of the main characters. Right. I have all the different rays. I have. Um, I don't think I've comp- and I have all the different uh, fins. I right. don't think I have all of the other characters' versions, but yeah, if yeah. The, you know, Leia, I have like General Leia and Han, and I didn't buy the new the new Chewbacca because it was like there's hardly any difference. It doesn't right. matter it's to like me. His mouth open or something like right. that. Right? Yeah, it's not any different. But the um, the the vehicles were also of interest to me too. Uh, I I thought that was a nice way to kind of get a deluxe figure with yep. something that isn't so huge that it's overwhelming. Correct. Um, I, I don't have the TIE fighter. That was too big. I just didn't was like, <laughs> I, I don't have the room I, for this. Yeah. I, that one is, I, I still have really no sp- <laughs> yeah. place for that. It's, it's just ridiculously huge. Plus it's so to me. And I was like, this is Kate. One, one figure goes in this. I think it's no, there, just one, right? No, two, or is it, two, two, oh, can two? Fit in this one. Oh, that's nice. Um, well, you got you got to reenact the scene. Always used to, <laughs> that used to bug me about toys that were inaccurate or just so big, but they only only one figure would go. Out. That was just I don't know why, but as a kid, that always annoyed me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think I think, but I th- yeah, I wonder if the scale is really the key. Like if that's why, if it feels like it did when I when I was a kid. It, um, I know what an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. I've never thought about. It. I wonder Same. why, because I, I love Marvel Legends now, and I love the six inch yeah. scale. And I know there's a lot of three and three quarter scale people out there, and I have a ton Same. of three and three quarter. But I, the six inch scale really does it for me, and that must be some weird psychological nostalgic. I, I, yeah, uh, I think it is something. I, because with DC Classics and Multiverse, I I did the whole um, like I did the Justice League Unlimited, but I ended up you know letting that go and um but i'll never get rid of my classics collection and i i had that dc infinite heroes line too which was small tiny uh not quite three and three quarter oh yeah but i forgot they, about I, those i, I forgot those about those a, i have those in a box and, and they're nice but i'm like eh they're not <laughs> there's not as much fun i i don't know i think that it's really about the scale and it might with be. our bigger it might our, be about the you know scale. <laughs> yeah giant hands now that it's it definitely it's, uh... i mean for me brian and i collected that power of the force line from 95 i mean we were stuck right. in the very first case with the you know, ridiculously barrel chested luke and <laughs> you know, the monkey leia face and all the stupid oh, ones God. that first came out and we had everything on card and loose i had everything on card and loose probably <laughs> until 2004 2005 maybe a little earlier wow. than that and then i just like I've said before on this podcast, I just got over freaking whelmed with Star Wars. It's just like it used sure. to be a niche sort of collectible, and and then it became a lifestyle, and and then I just eh, I don't and know. It's like we all park. thought it was cool, but then like when every Tom, Dick, and Harry was like right. had a Star Wars lifestyle thing going, it kind of just freaked me out a little bit, and then it got real nerdy, and then I was like seeing the star wars nerds that like buy the stuff and i was like oh man and i don't want to offend any of our star wars nerds fans out there because i do love star wars and i still have star wars toys in my toy room here it's just it just got a little You're intense so, and so I just elitist stopped. i'm a little well well you bet and uh 
and you know, I just it just got too intense for me, so I sold, or I mean, you know, I I sold everything. I, I just sold it to right. other collectors, and and that was it. And then until Star Wars Black, and and I collected the first, I don't know, four or five waves. I had probably mm-hmm. thirty figures or so, and then even that, I was like, I just can't do it. I can't do it. It's not. So now, like I've said before, I limit it to Hoth only. Hoth only related characters and Hoth hmm. only related vehicles. Right. That's it. That I can't do. Well, I, I can't mean, do that. I, I like with mine uh, from the, the Power of the Force line. Um, it got to the point where um, I got married um, to my, my son's wife and. Your son's wife. Your my son's, son's wife. wife. Goodness gracious! Whoa, what a cr- I want to hear that story. That's Shakespearean drama, it's, right it's, there. It's almost midnight. I'm not thinking straight now, but no. Um, <laughs> Your um, son's my, wife. My ex. Um, right. We we would. I had all the stuff, and back then I was still working part time at Toys R Us. So when a case would come in, I would right. take the box, and I had everything <laughs> cased up like they were in boxes. You know, keep, keeping them nice and. It got to the point where th- I didn't have them displayed anywhere. And right. I so what's kinda the point? Told, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, uh, you know, if they're not out, why do I even have these things? No, you're just you're just feeding the. Um, it's um, it's not. I don't like comparing it to gambling, but because it, it's addictive, but it can be addictive. The chase part of it. The oh, there's yes. a new thing. I have to have it. But if you're not enjoying it at all, and that doesn't mean taking it out of the package necessarily, but the the experience of it, the um, the art of it, whatever. Right, right. And what you are just kind of feeding a need that is probably covering something else in life. Not to get too psychological. Oh, I know, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, it, I think it's something that any toy collector really does think about, or they should at least, once in a while. Like, what am I doing with why am I doing this? And I think most of my toy collector friends have had that experience. I mean, I know I have. I used to, we've talked about before, when I was in sort of a depressed place in mm-hmm. uh, my time in Los Angeles, I did so much toy buying that there was a new package from eBay at my door almost every single day of the year. Sure. And yeah. I was doing tens of thousands of dollars through PayPal every year. <sighs> that doesn't yeah. count all the brick and mortar store buying. Wow. Yeah. And and so right. it, at that point it had be, it had definitely become a substitute for me for something that maybe I wasn't getting or something I didn't have or something I didn't know I needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um uh, it's pretty intense, but let So Mr. Wilkes, um tell BCR Duke how many clone troopers you've had and your battalion. <laughs> this is the this is an army building nerd here. And tell him I, about your little, like it. Uh, your little army that you used to have of Star Wars clone toys. Wait, uh, before you tell me that, you're not the guy with the like 50,000 Boba Fetts, are you? No, no. Have you seen that picture yes, that's been going yes, around no, since I, the sail I'm barge came him. out? Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that like Toy Galaxy or something? I don't know. I don't know for sure. Right. Right. Yeah, no, the guy, no, no. Yeah, the guy it's... who people send him them because from the videos or it. Yeah, yep. I, I don't we're... know if it's that same person. If it's that guy, then fine. But there's this picture going around of the barge and then the entire room, and it's like every, it's like every Boba Fett that was ever made <laughs> in, in in the vintage line, and and it's like you really need all of these. But right. anyway, I know, I know. Um... <laughs> You're not that nerd, are you? No, because <laughs> no. we need to have a conversation. I know, no, I just went crazy, crazy with the clones when they had all the different kinds of course all the different co- gosh um uh it got to the point where 
I wanted to have like all the Jedi's and that the Jedi's that had their starfighters and they had their uh, you know commanders and so then they had their different clone battalions and then they mm-hmm. had their different airborne troopers or then their marine troopers uh, and so like I had uh, that I can remember I w- my my magic number was twelve. I wanted twelve of each of each of each okay. colored trooper, right? No matter what who it was. 12. Um, so I had Obi Wan with Commander Cody and his what is it the twelve two hundred and twelve battalion or whatever. I had Mace Windu with his commander. And I don't know if they made a commander for him, but all his uh, purple guys that look like the shock troopers, and you could only get those at Target because it was an exclusive there. Um, right. I had all you know. Uh, Anakin's 501st uh, with uh, Captain Rex and um, uh, Plo Koon's, uh, you know, clones. I had all of those. And, I mean, whatever. if there was a different variant of a clone, I had 12 of them. Now, wow. granted, the, 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 the plain white ones, yeah. um, uh, that was a different story. <laughs> I, uh, so I, I brought thinking... over... About several hundred set. Well, seven. I know just at one time I brought over 70 over to Reigns's house and we had oh like a God. big opening party of all 70 of them. Wow. That was just one particular just clump one of them day. sitting there. Just one day, <laughs> just one, one particular clump oh, yeah. uh, of wow. sitting there. Everybody here in Jacksonville probably hated me because if I went to a store, if I went to Walmart or Target, right? Uh, granted, you know, my, my ex-wife was great that she let me do this. Uh, and it was pretty much because my second job at Toys R Us, that money was my, my, my fun money. Sure. Um, but if there were clones, I, every single one of them came home. (laughs) I mean, you no lie. If we went to Walmart to get some, they're like, we don't carry, we don't carry Star Wars toys. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Or, Or we don't carry them in the. Uh, on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. So well, they, they, if they you'd like to apply for a no job, clones that in may be Jacksonville. A, an, an alternate route to acquiring some Star Wars toys in this, in this town. But yes, he um, had a bit of a clone addiction for a okay. while, and, he, right. and his son was like, Dad, please get help. No, he never said that. But it's probably why he has an ex-wife and not a current one. Um, was probably for that, for that reason. Am, it was irreconcilable so, clone differences. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a uh, segue. It's like something I noticed on a video I watched of an unboxing, because now everyone and their brother is doing unboxing videos. Ugh, barf. This one was particularly horrible. Um they sounded they couldn't hey, breathe correctly. My name's Jerry, and basically, um, I'm gonna unbox like, this toy oh, here. Okay. So this oh, toy no, I'm not, I'm not has kidding. tape like, on the side of the box. Yeah, exactly. Here. It's like these people it, never touched a toy before. No, and no. the camera's looking at like the wall while they're and why are their fingernails the always so dirty? Yeah, why yeah. are their fingernails always so dirty? That's yeah, that, this, that's terrible. I don't this one, that. this guy was like, oh, man, um. Uh oh, have several boxes coming from. I'm not gonna say where it's from, but it's from this place, and um, and uh, and I don't even know what's in them. Is I ordered them so long ago, and that these are all gonna go for like 150 each. And I was thinking to myself, like, I just want one of those. Could you send me one of those? Like, I it was so douchey, and like, but then he started talking about his girlfriend, 
and how, oh, I better open these and unbox them really quick. And then his dog is there and he's like, hey, do, hey, I'm being too revelatory. But he's like, hey, um, hey, what do you think of these? What do you think of these? And, he, and the dog is just like, please feed me or whatever. And he's oh, not interested Lord. in that. Um, and then the girlfriend The dog's comes thinking in. is like, I'm, you know, the moment you leave, I'm going to grab one of these things and chew it up. <laughs> I hope so. Because um, he literally had like 50 of each of this one. Of, well, 25 of each of this particular release, which was completely unnecessary. Yikes. And then wow. the girlfriend comes in, but the girlfriend sounded like the mom. Because she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm, just, uh, I'm opening this kind of toy, which is, he said specifically, but I don't want to say. And, and, and she's like, why are you doing that right now? Aren't we supposed to be supposed to be going to dinner? And he and he's like, oh, well, we can go to dinner. He's like, and she's like, how much did you spend on this? He's like, oh, there's this couple in here like thirty five dollars each. And she's like, oh, well, then now you're buying me a steak dinner. You're buying me a steak dinner with lobster. And I was like, <laughs> and this was not this staged just... in any way. No. This wow. This actually sounds like a great video. I this know. doesn't sound bad. This sounds I, no, great. I'll send, you, I'll send you guys the link. <laughs> was it Tommy Wiseau that did the video? No, Maybe. I don't remember what the. No. Oh gosh, that sounds it, really funny. I, I always be... liked it when my ex would, um, when I was like just messing around with things. She was right. just like, um, uh, "Are you in your head? Are you just like going pew 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 bang bang?" Yes, yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Of That's course, exactly what I do. Of course, sometimes I was. You why? know, we've always been making the lightsaber sounds and stuff. <laughs> let me see. I, let me see. I, part of, of me doesn't want to. Brian Charles wanna... It's just Shira. Princess of Power. No, no, that was once in a while. Um, but it was mostly no, it was mostly the effects from the shows, right? Like, which were very good. Um, I want to tell you guys what this video is on the thing, be, oh, but boy. then I also don't want this guy to get more well, subscribers. Don't tell him. Don't, 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 yeah, don't tell him. Because there were some really I'm like sure stupid, idiotic, typical dude bro kind of tropes uh, that he kept repeating over and over again and i was I like stand I, I never comment on youtube videos but i did on this one i was like this is bullshit you're a scalper i called him scalp or like scalp dash or because that's a that's a he-man oh. fandom thing uh, i was have, like with your fifty thousand of these things that you're selling for three times the price and your and your comments about girl dolls and and your girlfriend ooh, ooh. who comes in and she's like that's not because he had a Shira from the new Shira and um she's like that's not what she looked like mine was mine was prettier and she had a, a pink long pink dress and I was thinking to myself Shira did never never had a long pink dress lady nope. I don't know who you're talking about well but there is a whole strain of collectors that is that dude bro weird like scalpery yeah. dude bro thing and they do tons of videos for some reason but I've never understood that's a very that's just speculators to me those aren't collectors those are just speculators they did uh, well, the same I, thing with baseball yeah. cards and they did the same thing with comic books and they did, it's that same type of guy yeah, he kept saying how big a fan he was, but then he wouldn't know. Like he's going over the accessories that are coming with these figures. Who and and to any reasonably committed fan, you'd know why they were there, right. and he of had course. no idea what they were. Yeah, and I just thought, so many nouveau. What? I'm sorry, this is going to sound elitist again. These nouveau collectors, <laughs> and I don't want to alienate any nouveau collectors. I'm glad you're collecting. Please keep collecting. But it's like these people that don't have any idea what they're buying. They're yeah. just buying it because somebody said right. it was cool. Somebody said it was cool. Yeah. And that drives yeah. me that drives me crazy. Right. I mean, you want them to buy it because it does something for them. Yeah. For beyond sure. just 
you know, I mean, but that's how a lot of people start. So it is, and that's okay. But I, since this podcast has gotten very, very long and <laughs> oh, very little about Star Wars, <laughs> that's true. Don't remind um, them that it's long if it's three hours that they don't know. It's been twenty-four have... hours. This podcast. Oh. It feels like it's been twenty-four. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Look, I got too many Brian's near me. This is craziness. You oh, love my it. Gosh. It's true. It's true. I only oh, like Brian's. In fact, in fact, two of my good friends growing up was this Brian, and we had another Brian. There were oh so many Brian's. So many damn Brian's. I actually have Brian's. quite a few <laughs> friends named Brian too. And I never, as a kid, I didn't. There was one, but I didn't think it was a common name. And then I got to college, and then I got into the into the business, into into theater and show business. Oh, yeah. And there are fifty billion Brian's in theater. How many wow. Brian's live really... at your house right now? Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my partner's name is Brian. <laughs> Spelled the same. Oh um, lordy! Yeah, and I have quite a few friends with the same name. It's very, it's very intense. strange. It's I don't have any with your name though. <laughs> what was you're that? the only person. You're the only person with that has your name that I know well, in in mine's the like world. A British last name that was a middle name, and then they made you know, and that's the only thing my family ever call ever called me. So nobody nobody ever has that name because it's right. a last name. So but, is that uh, not your official birth certificate first name? No, it's not. It's not my first name. My name is George. Rains car. Oh, and my mother named after my grandfather, who was like this famous World War II pilot. And um, (laughs) it's true, (laughs) actually. You can look him up. He's a pretty famous pilot. Look him up. It's George Rains car. You'll find me and him on Google. (laughs) And um, they wanted me to be named after him, but my mother hated the name George. So with the second I popped out, she was like, We're not calling him George. He's going to be called Rains. (laughs) So I've been called Rains my whole life and mostly made fun, fun of it for it. So, you know, thanks, Mom. Why? It's a beautiful name. I love it. It is lovely. And it's a movie star named Rains car. Oh, yeah. Starring yeah. Rain's car and <laughs> kind of a porno Carol name. Channing uh, uh, no, in. Yeah, yeah no. Carol uh, not Ch- the porn star name. No. Yes, <laughs> Rain's car and I did that movie about forty years ago. <laughs> I don't remember what he looks like, but he was fantastic. Is she calling me from the from beyond the grave? Here, here she is. She's here. I faked my death so Special I could collect guest toys. Star. Speaking of Carol Channing, did you know there's a Carol Channing ventriloquist doll? No. It's amazing, and if you haven't seen it, look it up on Google. And and my personal <gasps> friend, Hollywood writer Tim Sheridan, has one, and he's had her forever, he and he does. brings her out for all kinds of special does. occasions. But the question I have yes. for my two Bryans here, my two Bryans is, um, so we can wrap up this old podcast uh, before I fall asleep. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Is um, what's your favorite Star Wars toy? Since we're talking Star Wars, everybody oh. knows about Star Wars. We don't got to get too specific about it, but. What's your all-time, since 1978, when these figures finally popped out into the stores, what's your all-time favorite Star Wars toy? And we'll go around. Let's start with uh, Mr. Wilkes here. What's your all-time favorite Star Wars toy? And I'm just talking one toy. It can be a figure. It can be a vehicle. It can be a playset. It can be anything. Is it the sail barge? No. Surprisingly, it is not the sail barge. (laughs) Um, sorry, sorry, has he's yawning because we, we're <laughs> bored. He's bored. No, sorry, not Haslam, bored. But, um, <laughs> um, gosh, that that's really hard. Uh, yeah, that is tough. I would probably have to go all the way back to the Death Star. Um, that just I, I remember playing at Range's dad's with that thing, and just it was. That's it, a great it had, toy. It had so many different rooms, and you could right. reenact so many different scenes from the movie. Uh, I, I, I mean, there's there's a few other ones I could probably put up there, but I, I don't think they're 
I don't think any of them hold hold, hold next to that. So cool. that's a very nice choice. And like I've said before, we had two because we destroyed the first one. <laughs> And, so I uh, had one too, so that would make yeah, three. <laughs> exactly, right? And I've seen people buy a bunch of them and actually put them together in a circle to make them look really cool. Um, so oh what, my about God. You, uh, what about you, BCR Duke? What is your favorite um, Star Wars toy? What could you boil it down to? That is that is really hard. I know it's a hard um, question, but you know, it's, you gotta, we gotta get a brass tax here. Oh, God. So, like, not a figure? Like a no, set? No, it can or... be a figure. It can be a place. It can be whatever you want it to be. Um, I guess Bespin Leia, the original with the cape thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a gown, but always, it, it wasn't as a figure. Cloud City stuff, and, and yeah, yeah, Cloud City was fun. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it, 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 there are a few like Hoth Leia, Bespin Leia, Dagobah, Yoda, and the Jabba playset were kind of the the top for me. Um, but yeah, Bespin Leia. That was my favorite. Like, why have they not made a Black Series one? You're killing me. You're well, killing they have me. that other Bestman Leia, which is just her in her white outfit, which was so yeah, effing but that's disappointing not the right one. to me. I was like, what is this shit? Oh, when they, hey, when they you, revealed you, that, I was like, of course it's not the one I wanted. Of you, course you know, it's not. You know that Bestman Leia and that Hoth, Hoth Trooper are coming. Right. I mean, that's. But it'll probably be some like super obscure has. What is that Hascon thing that well, happens? The Haslab. <laughs> yeah, the the um the convention, or are they maybe not doing that anymore. There was what? a couple where they they oh, did the, the uh, one that they, where Rex came out at the Hasbro. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, convention. They They'll had. make it like it's. It, we've only made ten of them. Sorry. <laughs> right. That's actually they're listening to us right now on this podcast, and they're going to do it just to spite <laughs> exactly. you because of all of the badgering questions you've given Hasbro over the years at every convention. <laughs> Well, no, right. the new that the, there's there, there's talk about that the you know the the latest fan vote uh, that could be that Bespin Leia or the uh, an actual Hoth trooper, uh, which would be you know right. very good. Um, but of course, it's going to be like watch it be like a um, celebration exclusive like that right. that new right. Obi Wan that's coming out, which is frustrating me tremendously. <laughs> right or. Um... Yeah, that's yeah, that is that is nice. Um or it'll be uh oh gosh, what what uh what's the um, you're going to have to edit this out cuz my brain is failing. Um, <laughs> this literally. podcast has no editing. It's midnight and I'm dead. Um I can't remember what I was going to say. That's so Oh well, well if you remember, I'll uh, mention my that's favorite. That's what I get for looking up like on Google <laughs> well, the Carlton and Ventrogo's doll. Now I need tell to tell you that. my favorite. Um, what my is favorite yours? Star Wars toy. I was going to say the Death Star, and when Brian said that, that is actually is. But I, thinking about it, it's actually my number two because the Star Wars toy that I coveted the most, that I cherished the most um, since the day I got it. Um, and that was always my favorite Star Wars toy, no matter which one I ever got, was Jedi Luke from Return of the Jedi. Because that was, we, I was old enough at the time to really understand and enjoy that film. And yeah. I thought Jedi Luke was just the coolest thing oh, he's in the super entire cool. world. And his cloth cape. And I just, that figure, and I love the head sculpt, and that figure right there is probably um my all-time favorite star wars toy by far that's um, my one of my favorite uh 
uh, Star Wars black figures now, and I got a black cape for him on eBay, and he's like, he's it's just such a imposing, fun. Uh, that was pow- my favorite Star Wars black figure toy. as well. Yeah, it was my favorite Star Wars black figure too. And I was actually sad the day that I sold that one away, and I was like, I'm gonna have to probably reget that one, or maybe they'll reissue him with a cape or something. They should. They oh, should. Yeah. <laughs> they they all should have cloth capes. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... Like like <laughs> well, Brian's here looking depending for. Depending on how it's yeah. made. <laughs> That's I don't true. like I don't like the um the uh the newest Luke with the weird <laughs> pieces of thread that you may tie around his neck or like root loop around his back or something to keep that hooded cape on that doesn't stay on. You know what I'm talking about the um uh the the most recent uh they had him as a deluxe version Luke? at Target the, fa- the Farm Boy Luke? No, from the newest movies. Um he was a he was th- oh, there was like a nicely yeah, painted the Target one. exclusive little with a little diorama piece. Right. Yeah, yeah they had I mean, the he... little strings that you would like wrap yeah. under his arms to hold it on. Yes. That's yeah. how I did it, but then they're showing it like loosely tied around his neck and I was like this doesn't work. No. This is terrible. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. It's not even stitched correctly. Like it it's it's just not ugh. So well, the wave that's out right now has Mace Windu, and he comes with a cape. And Brian over here, Mr. Wilkes, has already said, well, I'm going to have to get five of these so I can get all different capes for all my Jedi." That's probably why they did it. I know. Um, right. There are really good ones on eBay, though. The one I got for the, the Jedi Luke is really good. I, right. I I love it. It's really well made, and it sits on him perfectly. The hood is correct. Like it, it, you can have it on his head, and it doesn't look like it's sticky. It doesn't stick straight up. It's really, it's really well done. There's right. a guy in England that makes really incredible um, clothing and capes for Star Wars Black and Marvel Legends figures, and I think he's called like hmm. Scotus Customs or something like that. And mm-hmm. he's in England, and he makes them with like bendy wire in the capes and all kinds of. Oh, that's cool. He makes all of the. He does like the one twelve collective style, like fabric clothing you could put on your Wolverine or on your Mysterio or on all kinds of stuff. Oh. Uh, he kind of does the one twelve collective stuff for Marvel Legends and Black Series Star Wars, and he does a really cool. Um, he does some really cool work. I mean, they're like thirty bucks a piece, um, right? But but they're they're beautifully made and hand done by him on his little sewing machine. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, they're pretty cool. I should get a sewing machine and just do that for everyone I know. I know, right? That would be. I know how to sew. I took costume class too. in drama I, like, school. I, I know what I'm. I know how to hard. sew. Um, but uh, tell me, the last thing we're going to talk about here is what's the newest figure in your collection, Mister yes. BCR Duke? What did you get this I, past week since we taped our last episode? Ironically, that that Hoth Leia that I um, oh nice that the Star Wars Black new six inch hot or well she's not six inches but but in in the six inch scale five and a half she's america's favorite six incher (laughs) yeah she's a tiny one um uh yeah they had her at walgreens and i had a coupon so i was like yep because i had i'd picked her up and put her down several times even though hothlea was definitely going to be in my collection but i just didn't want to spend 23 dollars on her at gamestop um because I, as soon as I do that, I, I find her on I'd find her on Amazon for nine ninety nine. Of course, that always um, happens. <laughs> but with the coupon, it was like um, fourteen ninety nine, so that's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. Well, Brian yeah. Wilkes, what is the but, last yeah. figure that you found, or last figures, knowing you, what you found <laughs> for your collection? Uh, well, uh, it was just the other night. Um, Mister Carr had kind of hidden. 
one of the new Padme Amidala's from the <gasps> wave. Yes. And um, he was just like, let's go see if it's still there. And <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at Marvel Legends, and he goes, here, do you want this? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> That's awesome. I may hide toys from time to time. That's a trade. Those are old trade toy collector secrets. When you're poor, you hide them behind things that will never sell. Like at the old Toys R Us, you put it in the game section because those games never got sold. That's true. The game oh wall. My God. Yes, at Target, you hide it behind DuckTales because nobody's buying them. Them. Oh. I mean, <laughs> why would you give away our secret? <laughs> oh, whoops! Sorry, guys. If you're done in our I area, I uh, promise there are, that there is are not other what places. we're doing there, at all. There are other places in the aisle where you can hide things. Somebody, somebody I know found. Uh, should I reveal what it is? Because it's actually a really good hiding place. It, it's like uh, I'm not going to. Maybe I in the next episode. We'll in the next episode, that, yeah, the reveal. Reveal. Um, there's a particularly good hiding place because it's not where anyone's going to look or anyone in the store is going to look either. But somebody I know found some like really old, valuable figure from Marvel Legends. I can't remember who it was. Wow, really? <clears throat> yeah, and it was someone had left it there, and they just happened to look under there because they thought, well, you never know, and they found something. Well, um, Sunday at, uh, before the matinee of my the closing night of uh, the closing day of my show, uh, my wife was not feeling well, and she's like, "Hey, will you go to Walgreens and grab me something before the show?" I was like, "You bet, I'll go to Walgreens," <laughs> and. Um, uh, they had the um, Spider-Man Homecoming homemade suit Spider-Man that had the last Vulture wing piece I needed, and I didn't have that figure, so I got the figure and the wing piece, thirteen ninety nine, still on sale. So I was very uh... happy. And my wife was like, "You just went there to give toys. Why didn't you go to CVS?" I'm like, "There is no CVS." <laughs> yes, there is. It was pretty great. But she said to go to Walgreens, so why she, is she yelling at you? Yeah, maybe she did. Maybe I just went to Walgreens. <laughs> maybe I just oh. and maybe I just pretended that she said Walgreens. Did she say store or did she, she say She may have said CVS. store, but I when when I hear store, I hear Walgreens in my right. head. Or when you hear CVS, you hear it like people who say Coke, but they mean Sprite. That's true. Down here in the yeah. South, all we say is Coke, and we mean Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, root right, beer, right. whatever it is. I, I just want a Coke. Well, yeah. what kind of Coke do you want? Yeah. <laughs> you mean soda. Oh, well, I but... don't know what you're talking about. We say and Coke it's, down it's, here. And it's not pop either. <laughs> no, it's not pop. Sorry. <laughs> no, like, I don't even know <laughs> who says that. That's Midwest. Oh, that's, that's Midwest weird. weirdness. That's awful. Horrifying. <laughs> Midwest weirdness, and you can hate all you want, people. Oh. <laughs> Nobody calls it soda pop. This is a 1920. Well, horrifying. Well, for BCR Duke, Brian Charles Rooney, our guest, special guest, Brian Wilkes, thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. It's me, Colonel Rain's car, and thank you for listening to Each Sold Separately. Collect them all. An action figure podcast, and we only had one strawberry shortcake mention. Woo, woo. <laughs> you guys have a great week. We'll see you. Next Bye. week, say goodbye, Brian's. <laughs> goodbye, Brian's. <laughs> goodbye, Brian. <laughs> the Force is back. The Rebels won't tire till they see the last of the Empire. And Kenner's there with Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. I'm going to beat you to throw up it, Skywalker. Glatu, Weequay, Luke Skywalker, and Lando Calrissian each sold separately. Prepare the plank, Weequay. Surprise, surprise, I'm Lando in disguise. Let's get out of here, Luke. Whoa, the plank is falling. Plateau, Weequay, Luke Skywalker, and Lando Calrissian action figures, each sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection.
Greetings, exalted one. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight and friend to Captain Solo. I know that you are powerful, mighty Jabba, and that your anger with Solo must be equally powerful. I seek an audience with your greatness to bargain for Solo's life. With your wisdom, I'm sure that we can work out an arrangement which will be mutually beneficial and enable us to avoid any unpleasant confrontation. As a token of my goodwill, I present to you a gift. These two droids. What did you say? Both are hardworking and will serve you well. This can't be. Artu, you're playing the wrong message. 